You're listening to Heart of the Ark podcast from the Office for Evangelization in the Archdiocese of Newark. We're coming to you to bring knowledge and some courage as we voyage through this life as missionary disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Jennifer Benke, and I'm co-hosting this podcast with my friend and colleague, Father John Gordon. Hello, dear friends. Welcome once again to the Heart of the Ark podcast, and I read to the Office for Evangelization of the Archdiocese of Newark. I am Father John Gordon, the Secretary for Evangelization, and I am pleased to be part of this podcast with you today as we prepare to celebrate the Grace Feast of Thanksgiving, as well as just an attitude overall of gratitude. And so I'd like to begin, if I may, with a prayer. And this is from the Philippians chapter 1, verse 3. And so we start in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy, thankful for your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. Lord God, I thank you for the gift of faith, for the gift of brothers and sisters who desire to grow and live that faith fully and generously. I thank you, Lord, too, for those who are eager to know more about you and those who are just wondering. And for all of us, Lord God, we want to offer you a word of thanksgiving and praise. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes, my dear friends, you are one of the main reasons I do give thanks and praise to God in this holy season, in this wonderful graced opportunity we have. While there is a secularity to this element of thanksgiving, there's also an opportunity for us to baptize it, to realize that even from its earliest days, it was about rendering thanks to God for all that he has done for us. You know, as Catholics, we are invited to recognize that the Eucharist is the source and summit of our lives. And the word Eucharist means thanksgiving. So thanksgiving needs to be a central aspect of our lives in a very wonderful and powerful way. And I recently heard a presentation about how we can approach thanksgiving very practically, meaning how do we handle being with family and friends who may or may not share our enthusiasm and our faith. And so some very practical elements of this uh, that this speaker presented. And so what I'd like to do today is let my brother make the presentation that he heard that I heard at this prayer meeting recently. And then I would like to some comment about it. This is a uh, talk that was given at a prayer meeting of the People of Hope recently by Fred Bunsa. Fred Bunsa is a dear friend of mine, a brother in the Lord. He is a husband, a father, a grandfather. He is a leader in the People of Hope. And we recently had a meeting, and during the time of teaching and exhortation, he offered us this word. And I was very, very moved by it. I know that I want to embody all these elements that he suggested and spoke of for us to be able to appreciate the gift of thanksgiving and how we might be able to approach brothers and sisters, family and friends, especially those for whom their approach to thanksgiving might not be the same as ours. And so let us listen to this presentation of Fred. Uh, It's as if he were a guest on the podcast with us today. And then I will make a few comments about the talk as well. Hold on, please. This is called an idea for how to bring our gratitude and love of God to our Thanksgiving celebration. 
So I want to encourage all of you and I want to encourage myself to bring that Holy Spirit that we experience today, that we recall from those moments you thought about earlier, that we can bring it to the people that we're going to see over the next couple days. From Wednesday to Sunday, think about all the places you're going to be, family, friends, traveling, shopping, whatever the case may be. And I'd like to give some reflections on how you might dispose yourself to bring the Lord to them. And it's all about bringing that extravagant love of Jesus to other people. To just allow yourself to be the one that radiates the heart of Jesus, even amidst the madness of family and football and whatever else might be going on. The Lord said today, he's a generous God, generous in mercy. He wants us to be extravagant in our mercy towards others. We heard, beg me for the graces you need. From Philippians 4, be happy in the Lord. Let your tolerance be evident. I haven't quite heard that translation, my goodness. Be less the fighter, more the lover. There's three things that I'd like to propose to help us be ready for all those conversations we can have. So you can get out your phones or your pen. There's three things. The first, prepare yourself. Being here today is a great preparation, but I'll talk a little bit about that. The second is listen more, say less. And the third is offer them hope. So the first, prepare yourself. I would encourage over the next three days, keep thinking deeply about these things. Like Philippians 4 said, let the Holy Spirit get deep into our spirit, thinking about Jesus and your love affair with him. It's often helpful when we're talking to people about the Lord, particularly if they're new in faith, talk less about the marriage, more about the love affair. Less about the marriage, more about the love affair that you have with the Lord. So, this week, prepare by asking the Lord to stir up your love affair and to soften your heart. Matthew 9.36 says, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. I think we're going to be potentially encountering a lot of harassed and helpless people that seem to need a shepherd. Let's have compassion on them. So one way to prepare is to set an intention. How do you want to show up Thursday morning? How do you want to be with all those family? The ones who can make you crazy? The ones who you know the topics they're going to bring up? The ones who know how to push your buttons? How do you want to be? Prepare. Choose. Exercise your free will to be full of compassion, extravagant in love. Choose to be the person who says, I'm going to do my best to radiate the love of Jesus. I'm going to choose not to take the bait, not to get triggered by those topics that I normally react to. I'm going to be like the bird that soars on the Holy Spirit's air and not flapping wildly to make a point, to win an argument, to convince someone I'm right. 
Let nothing disturb you. Nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God is unchanging. Patience gains all. Nothing is lacking to those who have God. God alone is sufficient. So prepare yourself. Point one. Point number two, listen more, say less. I would encourage us to make it our aim to just be fully present with people these next few days. Regardless of how crazy the, the, uh, the house is that we might be in, to just lean in and listen a little bit more. Listen deeply. Invoke St. Francis. Seek first to understand. Bring the gaze of Jesus to them. The way he looked at the rich young man with love. The way he accompanied the disciples on the road to Emmaus. Show up that way. Ask the Lord to let you hear more with your heart. You'll hear with your head too, but lean into the heart of the matter. What's underneath all their bluster? What's going on there? Hmm. Why are they so sullen? Hmm. I wonder if that's a sign that they're hurting or fearful or maybe in an especially vulnerable moment of life. Get curious. Pray for the grace to meet them with care and concern and solidarity. Just be with them. Leave out the phrase, well, you know what you should do. Well, that's, that's easy. Just do this. How about, wow, that sounds hard. Okay, third point. Offer them hope. After you listen, ask the Holy Spirit for the words. After you've done your best to listen with your heart, just look at them with love and look at them as the Lord sees them. And give them a short word of encouragement. Invite them. Make an invitation to them to open their hearts to Jesus more. Wherever they're at. Get personal about what Jesus has done for you. 1 Peter 3, 15 to 16 says, But sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you. Yet with gentleness and reverence and keep a good conscience. So speak about the hope we have. Speak about the Lord, but do it gently. Do it as an invitation after you've listened. Don't lead with advice. Lead with listening. And avoid the rote answer. Ask the Holy Spirit what to say. Even if it's, I'm not exactly sure how to help you in that situation, but I am sure that the Lord wants to help you, and he will help you if you ask him. Tell them that God believes in them maybe more than they believe in themselves. And finally, if, you, if you're able, ask them, may I pray with you? I know you can say, can I pray for you? But say, can we pray together? If you're at all able, it's a wonderful thing to do. And a short prayer is very powerful. It's just as powerful as a long prayer, in fact. We've been refreshed and renewed. We've recalled this week how much God loves us. We've done that this morning. So prepare yourself. Stir up God's love in your heart this week. That is the first place. That's the first way to prepare. Be intentional about how you want to show up this week.
Number two, listen more, say less. Listen deeply to them. Be fully present. Be empathetic. Let the gaze of the Lord come from you to them. And finally, offer them hope. Tell them of your personal experience, your personal conviction of the Lord, how he's journeyed with you in difficult moments, and how you can, they can have deep hope and trust in the Lord. What I'd like to do now just to close is just ask for a, a word of knowledge. As you pray, just ask the Lord to show you what something someone might say that will immediately notify you that this is the person. Just take a moment now to just pray for a word of knowledge about what that might be. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that you would use us this week in particular, Lord, that we could be present to others because of you, because of your Holy Spirit. Lord, that you would quicken our spirit when we hear something that would lead us to want to bring your mercy and your compassion to family and friends. Lord, help us to turn off the judging and turn on the loving and bring your faith, hope, and love to those in our families and beyond that you could use us on this missionary journey. Amen. How to bring gratitude and love of God to thanksgiving. What a wonderful invitation. And even as Fred started to speak uh, the other day, I was attentive and my heart was stirred. But even as he continued to speak all the more, I heard the truth of it and my heart was swelling with a desire to embrace it all the more. Remember what he said, prepare yourself, listen more, say less, and offer them hope to prepare ourselves to think about what we are grateful for, that the Lord would stir up our love and desire for him, that we would uh, desire to be with one another and to prepare ourselves for that, to exercise our free will, to be extravagantly loving and generous. You know, I think it's important that when we spend time with family, we're not there primarily to convert them as we are to serve them and to love them and to just be with them. And yes, if there's an opportunity to present or defend the faith, but most of all, we're just there to love. And the faith doesn't need to be defended. God can defend himself. It needs to be witnessed to. So we prepare ourselves, as Fred said, by prayer, by uh, thanksgiving, and by awareness of the situation that we're walking into. Listen more, say less. I think that should be my motto. <laughs> Not because it isn't how I'm living most of the time, to be perfectly honest. To say less and to listen more is a wonderful encouragement and admonition. To be fully present, to listen deeply, uh, to seek first to understand and to bring the gaze of Jesus uh, to this encounter, to this conversation, to hear with my heart more than my head, to hear in a way that I'm not already preparing my response, but to let that person, and not just the person's word, but the person themselves, to enter more deeply into my heart. I was very, very encouraged by that word, and I pray that I could live it more and more, to listen more and to say less. Come on, John, you can do that. <laughs> and lastly, uh, he speaks about offering hope. 
to ask the Holy Spirit for the words, and not just for the words, but for the whole demeanor by which we present ourselves, with our caring, with our concern. We are there to be part of something bigger than ourselves, family, friends, service, whatever it might be, and to just have that hopeful attitude. Uh, the Word of God tells us to always have a reason for the hope that is within us, and, and that reason has to be the Lord God. And when people ask us, hey, what's going on? Or what's How are you blessed these days? Or what's happening in your life? Or what are you thankful for? To be mindful of what I'm thankful for is something we can all be thankful for, perhaps, and to offer hope in a particular way. Fred said at the very end of that, if I recall, that um, to, if the opportunity presents itself, to pray with them. And it may not present itself, but we can certainly pray for them, even under our breath. And if there is an opportunity to say a prayer of grace uh, before the big meal, to take advantage of that opportunity. If you're not asked to lead it, whoever is leading it, to encourage them and to pray even quietly in your own heart for all the persons and all the people who are around that table and for those who are not at the table this year. Dear friends, as we approach the great event of Thanksgiving, we wish you a blessed and holy Thanksgiving. The Word of God tells us to rejoice always, to pray constantly, to give thanks in all circumstances, for such is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That's in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And so to give thanks is not just about this Thanksgiving day, but it's always and everywhere. And this giving thanks is in one sense epitomized in the Eucharist, which is the source and summit of our lives. And so that means that everything draws its life, our life from the Eucharist, and everything goes back towards the Eucharist. It's like like a breathing in and breathing out. And so may we find ourselves at every Eucharist with a profound awareness of thanksgiving. And may thanksgiving be the hallmark of our, old, of our whole lives, and that in every circumstance, good, bad, or indifferent, we might be a people of thanksgiving, a people of gratitude, a Eucharistic people. Dearest friends, on behalf of all of us in the Office for Evangelization in the Archdiocese of Newark, I wish you a blessed Thanksgiving, not just a blessed Thanksgiving day, but a blessed Thanksgiving reality, a blessed Thanksgiving grace, a blessed Thanksgiving spirituality, a blessed Thanksgiving for all and everything God has given us. And my dear friends, if we do that more and more, then in fact, others will be attracted to what we have. What are you giving thanks for? for all that I have, but you have very little or so much, you, or, or such difficulties. Yes, but even that is somehow God's reminder that he is my strength and my victory. And in all things, we ask the intercession and the modeling of our Blessed Mother. And so may we end with this prayer together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless you, fans and friends of the Heart of the Ark podcast. Peace to you. Heart of the Ark podcast is an initiative by the Office for Evangelization at the Archdiocese of Newark. If you want to find us online, you can find us at rcan.org slash evangelization. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Very soon we'll be updating our social media for the Heart of the Ark, but you can find us on Fireside Podcasts at heartofthearc.fireside.com.
anchor.fm. Our theme song is composed by and orchestrated by Eric Hunter, a dear friend of mine. You can find out more about Eric and his performances and compositions at Eric, E-R-I-C, Hunter, H-U-N-T-E-R, music.com. This has been a pleasure, and I look forward to hearing from you and speaking with you in the future.